0: 570 WTBN Pinellas Park, 100.3 W262CP Bayonet Point, online at Let's Talk Faith. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Chomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Number
1: three, I'm gifted. The reason why I tell you this is if you don't know who you are or whose you are, You will be limited in what you think is possible. Real talk. Because see, if I don't know who I am and I don't know what's in me, I can't pull out what I don't know Lift your hands in the air with that, and let's make our faith confession. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living Word of God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Streaming audience from all over the world, God bless you. Today we'll delve into my message, Stay in Your Lane, Part 2, Work With What You Got. Look at your name and say, work with what you got. I heard ladies say this before, work it, girl. Work with what you got. Uh, On the first Friday of every month I teach at a golf course called Palmasia Uh, by MacDill Air Force Base, very affluent area, and uh, they have me come and teach the Bible. Uh, The Bible study starts at 6.45 in the morning. So for me to get to MacDill, that means I have to leave at 5.45 in the morning. Amen to God be the glory, because you know i got to do the prayer line in the parking lot. (laughs) Amen. If anybody been in a prayer line with me, y'all know what I'm talking about. And with that, uh, I like taking the Crosstown Expressway. But one morning, uh, where I usually go was closed. And they had a sign that said, Express Lane Closed, stay in your lane. And that just spoke to me. Express Lane Closed. Stay in your lane. Uh, Raise your hand if you ever wish God would keep the express lane open for you. Doesn't it seem every now and then God just kind of keep you in the lane? You'd be like, Lord, how long, Lord? Anybody wish you could hit fast forward? And you you know it's a tough season. Can we just hurry this season up? And and what I've realized, oftentimes uh, we're trying to get out of the lane God has called us to. Because, see, oftentimes when you're trying to change lanes, you haven't learned what you're supposed to learn in the current lane. So God will tell you to stay in that lane until you learn what you're supposed to learn. Uh, My mama, when she was alive, uh, she was a great cook. And she made this thing called black cake. Um, I I was born in Jamaica. Black cake is rum cake. Black cake. But anyway, we're not going to go there right now. And, And this cake, if anybody has some rum cake in your life, raise your hands. Oh, Jesus, I mean some good rum cake, glory to God. It weighs about 15 pounds, and you hold that thing and say, glory to God. Anyway, sh- I like rum cake, okay? Don't judge me, praise God. Uh, I don't drink it, but I so eat it. Anyway, <laughs> and, and, and my mother would make this cake, and when she was making the cake, she say, Jomo, whatever you do, don't touch my oven when I'm baking my cakes. Now, now, do I have any real bakers in here that know how to make a cake? Now, 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 what happens when you open the oven before it's ready? The cake will fall. How about this? How about oftentimes we are trying to get out of the oven? God has a sin. But God doesn't want to open the oven right now because He knows you're what? So oftentimes we want to get out of our lane. We want to get out of the hot spot. But what it is, God says, I haven't finished developing you yet. See, what I love about our God is God is like them old Polaroid pictures. See, what he do, he takes you to the dark room, and he strips off all the negatives. And what happens, all all the people see is your pretty picture, but they don't see all the stuff you've been through. All they see is the outside, but they don't see what you've really been through. Anybody know about them old Polaroid pictures? Polaroid wasn't ready for change. That's why they're not here no more. Foundational truths. Number one, I got four foundational truths before I get in the main text. This is your appetizer. Number one, church, y'all ready to read? We're going to read from Genesis uh, 126. Every son, let's read. Then God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image and according to our likeness. Now, let's read. Let's say this, church. I am made in God's image. And God's likeness. Come on, get it. I am made in God's image and God's likeness. One more time. I am made in God's image and God's likeness. Now see, now I can shake off self-esteem. Because see, I'm made in his image and his likeness, and God can't make junk. So if I'm made in his image and his likeness, now I walk differently, I talk differently. Why? Because I'm made in God's image. And God's likeness. And everyone say, I have authority. Mm-hmm. Pastor, where you get that at? Look at the next line. And let them have complete authority. Now you may not be walking in it, but it's yours. The Bible says we tread upon serpents and all the power of the enemy. I have authority. But if I don't take my place, I don't walk in it. Number two, number two, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Everyone says I have value and virtue. Look what it says. Y'all ready to read? For you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to, for you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and skillfully formed as embroidered with many colors in the depths of the earth. Let me help somebody. Though your parents were not married and did not know you were coming, God did. You know, because see, As a brother, me, born out of wedlock, they call you a negative name. And just because my parents didn't know about me, God knew about me. And see, when you get the revelation, now you shake off all the foolishness people talk about because guess what? Whether you believe it or not, I was made by the king. I was fearfully, wonderfully made. I was made in his image and his likeness. And I'm here on purpose, for a purpose. Now, you may not like it, but I'm called. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not below. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed coming out. And no weapon formed against me Look at his name and say, You don't know who you're sitting next to. See, if you knew who you were sitting next to, you say glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So now look, I'm made in his image and his likeness. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. The next one I'm gifted and talented. Oh, Jesus. When I was in elementary school in DC, they had a special class called Gifted and Talented. That's for the small kids. I ain't passed my test, so I didn't get to go to that class, but that's all right. (laughs) But now I know. Look look, look, what the Bible says. Y'all ready to read this, y'all? Just as each one of you has received, you're not waiting on your gift. You already got it. You are fully equipped by God to fulfill his purpose. Glory to God. Pastor, I don't understand that. Do you have to tell a child to grow, or will a child just grow if you feed it? You don't have to say, child, grow. It's going to what? Because it was built to what? Because everything that the child needed was already in it when God put it. So what you have to understand is everything, all the gifts, all the talents were already in you when he called you. You just got to tap into it. Just as I love how it's so clear. Each one, it is all of us. Each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 Keys to Her Prayer Success, Hezekiah's 7 Step Prayer Model, and the sevenfold Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. Well, can you hold the door? Can, can, you, can, you, can you watch a child? Can you help somebody park their car? Can you smile and say hello? Can, is there something you can do for God? Because what happens, since people may be able to sing, the gift is glorified. But just because I hold a door and being in church doesn't mean God is not appreciative of my gift. See, look, you don't get glory for having gifts you get glory for how you use your gifts. See, see, it's not about my ability. It's how I use my ability. Because, see, we all have different abilities. But, see, if I'm faithful with what God has given me, I will be ahead of you. Because, see, you may be gifted, but you're not using it. Look at them say, work with what you got. Employ it in serving one another as appropriate God's God, steward of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. So now, listen, <laughs> let's get it. So number one, I made this image, his likeness, and I have authority. Number two, I was fearfully and wonderfully made it. Number three, I'm gifted. The reason why I tell you this is if you don't know who you are or whose you are, You will be limited in what you think is possible. Real talk. Because see, if I don't know who I am and I don't know what's in me, I can't pull out what I don't know. So that's why you have to get this in your mind that that, that God made me on purpose and for a purpose. I'm gifted and I'm talented. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. You got to get this for yourself because the world will tell you you're nothing. The world will say you're not good. The world will say you're not qualified. And if you don't get this for yourself, David said it this way, I encourage myself in the Lord. Because, see, you're not going to have great days all the time where people say, good job, great job. You better patch your and encourage yourself. And the last one, you have faith. Now, if you just get this part of the message, you're winning. Now, this is just the appetizer. But if you just get this, I'm made in God's image and God's likeness. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I have a gift. And I have faith. Oh, you can move mountains. Now look what it says. God has apportioned. That Apportioned, that means you already have it. The challenge is you don't have it in the right area. You have faith in the dollar. You have faith in the job. You have faith in your relationship, but you don't quite have faith in God. So therefore, your faith, is not producing what it was supposed to produce because you haven't used it in the right place. Glory to God. God has a portion to each a. Now notice, I keep saying each. That means we all got it. Each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. God, with your gift, gives you the grace to fulfill it. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. God gives you the gift and the grace to fulfill it. What does that mean, pastor? People may look at you and say, I don't know how you do it. Because I'm graced to do it, baby. See, this is what God has graced me to do. You know how you have one job and it seems like people are all flustered? And you come in, chill, I got this. Because see, you are graced. That's your grace, that's your lane. And when you're in your lane, it's like you're breathing. But some people get in your lane and they can't handle it. He said, Pastor, I don't know how you handle it. You know, you got your problems. They got their problems. You got everybody's problems. I said, because I'm graced to do it. Because this is what God's called me to. And when God calls you to something, he graces you for it. So therefore, you can look like it looked like it's all good. Why? Because the grace of God is on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, that's your appetizer. You ready for the main course? It's a good restaurant. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Do you know the lane God's called you to abide and serve in that lane, and stay faithful to that lane? Because oftentimes when you're in the wrong lane, you're frustrated because you're trying to function in a lane that you're not equipped to function in. I I love this. Since I wanted to help y'all and bless y'all, this is the Urban Dictionary, the definition for staying in your lane. Church, y'all ready to read? This is going to bless y'all life right here. What's my son over there, doing? just walking. Yeah. Heard his ankle on the basketball court, got a little limp. That is really my son. Anyway, y'all ready, to church? Mind your own. That preach right there. That preach right there. That, that alone, that just, come on, that's, that's an amen, hallelujah right there. Praise God. Keep moving forward in your own life. Don't veer over into another person's person. Some of y'all are so happy y'all came to church today, boy. Some of y'all are so happy. Praise God. <laughs> Nudge your neighbor say, I think he's talking to you. Come on. I, I, I think he might talk. But he might be talking to you right now, Lord Jesus. I think he's talking to you. I be trying to tell you all the time, Mind your own business to God. Don't be nosy, or insert yourself in someone else's life, business, or relationships? We need to stop right there. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Why are you worrying about somebody else's relationship? Your relationship is so tore up. Why don't you focus on you? You're so busy looking at my man. Why don't you just work on Did I say that in church? Why are you looking at my, worry about your, if you water your grass, it'll be green too. That's right. That's right. Put some fertilizer on it. If you can't fertilize, pay somebody else to do it. That's probably not a good one right there. But. <laughs> Secondarily, y'all ready? On, this, this one blessed me. Only talk about things you understand. <sighs> don't you hate when somebody gives you an opinion you don't know what they, why are you talking to me right now? You don't even know what you're talking about. Hey, son, only talk about things you understand or you know about. Own your own opinion. Nothing worse than me than somebody hit me with a rock and then run. If you feel that way, say it to me. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. If you want something to say yes and get off your chest, say it to my face. Man up. I ain't going to hit you. And you ain't going to hit me. I wish (laughs) Don't push me because I'm close to. (laughs) Y'all, I'm trying not. Boy, y'all ain't Christians. (laughs) You better laugh, praise God. Stop, Jumbo, stop, focus, focus, focus. And realize that it may or may not be expert advice. Stay in your lane. Boy, this bless you already. We just get into the main course. Praise the Lord. We're going to teach today from 2 Samuel, 1 Samuel, excuse me, 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17, this is a story of David, Iliad, and King Saul. David, Iliad, and King Saul. David is coming to uh, the battlefield. Uh, Goliath is yelling threats, and nobody's saying anything to him. So David gets down there, and David says, what's going on? And this is where we start the story. Now, Iliad, his oldest brother, the oldest brother, he's the big brother. The Bible says he's a tall, strapping man, good-looking man, physical man. The oldest brother heard what he had said to the man. Iliad's anger burned against David, and he said, why have you come down here? With whom did you leave those few sheep? That's a little body blow, a little jab. In the wilderness, I know your presumption, your overconfidence, and the evil in your heart. Glory to God, I thought we were brothers, and it's all good. For, for you have come down in order to see the battle. But David said, what have I done now? Was it not just harmless question? The, the, the challenge in this faith walk is that anyone who is progressing will have people who do not like their progression. So since David was a man of faith, anytime you have people with faith, those who don't walk in faith will attack faith. See, if I am going after life, people who don't go after life hate me because it's an indicator that they're not moving. So progressors, those who are trying to go from faith to faith, they'll have people who are called haters. Well, why do you want a new house? Well, why you want a new job? Well, why are you going back to school? Well, why don't you get your own life? How about that? How about that? How about that? Why, why, why are you so worried about me? Raise your hand. You know what I'm talking about. It is always, every time you try to make a move, well, what you going to do that for? Well, what you going to do that for? Well, you know, I'm moving that neighborhood. Why are you leaving the neighborhood for? Don't you see we all on welfare? What's wrong with that? Come on. Come on. Because guess what? Whenever you try to step outside of what's normal, people will come at you. Am I telling the truth? Because see, we we all here, so we all need to s- stay here. No, 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 we no no. I got to go. No, no, no. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not below. See, see, I understand who I am and whose I am. So so the I I can't settle for this because God has called me higher. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. So, so with this. You have to be mindful, and this is what I've learned. I always try to be very conscientious and listen very carefully whatever God promotes me. Because when you get promoted, you will find out who, who really loves you. Because, see, when they start saying, why you do that? Oh, see, see, why can't we as believers
0: celebrate each other?
1: Man, you got a promotion. Man, praise the Lord, man. To God be the glory. Guess what? That means God did it for you. God can do it for me. Oh, you got a new car? Glory to God. That's nice, man. To God be the glory. Why? Because increase and promotion come from God. God is the promoter. So why don't we celebrate when our brothers and sisters come up? Instead, we don't celebrate, we
0: hate.